Show, your business guide to get you through that rocky terrain of that business building journey. As always, I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. In today's lesson, you will learn, is business about having the perfect idea? Many of us don't really start a business, or we start one but don't complete it because we don't think it's the perfect idea. Is having the perfect idea essential to having a successful business? How much weight does the business idea have towards its success? I'm going to break it down. I'm going to demystify a lot of things that a lot of people think. I'm going to give you solid examples from the real world how this myth of the perfect idea is simply that, a myth. You don't need a perfect idea. You need a solution, a solution to a problem. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to work. We're going to get into all the details in today's lesson. So let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by SumoMe. SumoMe is a group of apps that you install right on your website. And it helps you grow your traffic, grow your email list, check your analytics, add buy buttons, and a whole lot more. And get this, you can get SumoMe for absolutely nothing free forever. Just go to 100mba.net slash SumoMe and get started right now. Again, that's 100mba.net slash SumoMe. To start today's lesson, let's talk about this term, the perfect idea. What does that even mean? For most people, they think it's like this brilliant idea that no one has thought of, and because of the idea, the business just booms. Well, first of all, of course, if you have a unique idea, a unique invention, a unique technology that you've put out in the world, it's going to get attention. And your chances of being successful is true. But of course, you have to implement that idea. You can't just think of the idea. You actually have to build the idea and put it into the world. That includes marketing and sales and everything else. But is that the only way to have a successful business? Of course not. Most of the things around us, most of the things we buy, most of the things we use are not these perfect, idyllic, incredible innovations. Let me give you an example. Instagram. What is Instagram? You're just sharing photos and putting some filters on them. That's not innovative. They were not the first people to do that. Filters were there before that. It was a native app actually to put filters on your photos on the iPhone before Instagram took off. And Instagram was bought by Facebook for a billion dollars with a B. No perfect idea there. But Instagram's implementation was fantastic. They made it simple. They made it easy. That's all the app does. In fact, Instagram wasn't about photo sharing. It was something completely different, but they realized that people were using the filter feature in the app. It was like a messaging app or something, and that really took off. So they just redid their whole business. They restructured it and just focused on the filters and the photos. So it's their implementation that really made it happen. But you might be saying, oh, Instagram, you know, that's just an app. What about like a real large business? Well, let me give you one of my favorite businesses, Tesla, Tesla Motors by Elon Musk. So Elon is an innovator. This guy is brilliant. I've spoken about him before on the show. But if you look at it, he's selling electric cars. He's not the first person to sell electric cars. There's a great documentary called Who Killed the Electric Car that I highly recommend. And it shows you that electric cars have been invented for over a century. And there's been iterations. One of the most well-known ones was a GM electric car that came out in the 80s. So it's not that innovative what he's doing. 
Electric cars exist. Electric vehicles exist. A golf car is electric. That's a form of an electric car. A Segway, that's electric. But what makes Tesla a billion-dollar company, what makes it so successful and innovative is the implementation. Elon said, hey, the problem with electric cars is that they're ugly. I don't want to buy them. They're not luxurious enough. They're not high-end. They're slow. They're not fast enough. They don't have enough range. People are worried about you know running out of electricity and they're on a road trip. So he solved that problem by having these you know recharge stations across the country. He solved the problem of it being boring and not a luxury car by creating a fantastic car that's luxurious and the opposite of boring. And on and on and on. So his implementation of the idea was unique. And he was able to tell people, hey, this is a viable option. This actually solves the problem you're looking for without sacrificing the way you enjoy transporting. He just didn't want to settle. He was just like, hey, why do people that care about the environment and saving the earth have to drive a car that's ugly and not fast and sporty? So he gave people what they wanted. So this idea of the perfect idea, it's a myth. You got to stop worrying about that. And my advice is to first look for problems and then find a great solution for them. That's a great product. That's a great service. What are people struggling with right now? What is something that you're using that's just not 100% right, but there's nothing else out there? Solving a problem with the right implementation is really what it's all about. I always give this example where you go into the store and you see something, an item on the shelf that you thought of, or you see it on an infomercial on TV and you say, I thought of that invention. I thought of that advice before. The only difference between you and the person that is selling that device or has created that device is that they created it and you didn't. They implemented. So the business is not about the idea. It's about the implementation. I've talked about this before, but I want to get a little bit more specific. A lot of us, we want to refine the perfect idea before we even build, before we even launch. Well, guess what? It's not going to come that way. Innovation happens through action. You have to put things out in the world. You got to get feedback. You got to see people using it. You got to people giving you comments. You got to see it through different lenses because you're not creating it for yourself. You're creating it for a large audience and you got to iterate and you got to change and you can't waste time by trying to build the perfect product from the get-go. And your idea can change. It can modify. It can mold itself into something completely different. We've seen timeless examples of this. I just gave an example with Instagram. Even Twitter, Twitter has innovated over the course of their years, and Twitter is not an innovation in itself. Facebook came out with the, you know, the status update before Twitter came out with their technology. So the idea of putting a little update of what you're doing right now or your ideas, your thoughts at the moment is not something new. It's not the perfect idea. They just knew how to package it and implement it in the right way. Now you might be saying, okay, Omar, I get it. It's not about the perfect idea. I don't need the perfect idea. I need to focus on the implementation. But what about the implementation? You might be thinking, oh, I don't know how to implement my idea. I don't know what to do first or second or third. My advice to you, stop. Just stop right now with all those decisions in your head. Choose one thing to do today and do it. Choose something else tomorrow and do it. And the same thing the day after and the day after and the day after. Remember what I said, you got to do things and put it out in the world. It doesn't have to be perfect. Your implementation doesn't have to be perfect. And guess what? Implementation is not once and done. You implement and innovate and change, and your implementation changes over time as you learn from your users, as you learn from your members, as you learn from your community, as you learn from your peers, as the industry changes, as your technology changes, and you keep implementing and implementing and improving upon your implementation. So just get started. Get going. 
So if you have a concept or something you want to share with the world, even if it's an ebook form or if it's an online course form or even just a blog post, get it out there in the world. Put it in front of people so you can get feedback. Or at the very least, so you can read it back to yourself and say, do I really believe this? Is this something that really can help people? Does this really solve the problem or am I just, you know, prancing around it? Get real with what you're doing. And the only way to do that is to do real work. Make it happen. Make it exist in the world. I got more on today's episode, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Quip. The way we work today is dumb. Drowning in emails, interrupted by meetings, and getting nothing done. Stop asking yourself, where's that file? What decision was made? Who said what? Did I communicate this to the team? Quit working dumb. It's not your fault, though. It's the tools you use. Work smart with Quip. Communicate with as little email as possible. Each living document created in Quip has built-in chat functions so you can communicate with your team. We're talking about real-time communication about the content being created. No more email chains or sharing links and attachments via email. Easily manage your team with shared folders and notifications so you don't miss a thing. Quip also features Slack integration. We know how much everybody loves Slack. Today, over 1 million users and thousands of teams have adopted Quip's living documents over emails, files, and superfluous chat. What teams, what companies you ask use Quip? How about Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, CNN, Quora, New Relic, Instacart, Product Hunt, Stripe, Taser. Now it's time to add your business to that list, and it couldn't be easier to get started with Quip. Listeners of the $100 MBA show are getting a special, special deal. You're going to get six months of a Quip team plan for free when you visit quip.com slash MBA. That's Q-U-I-P.com slash MBA for six months free you're going to get their Quip team plan. Get it now while this offer is available. Again, that's quip.com slash MBA. $100 MBA listeners, I want to wrap up today's lesson with some really important advice. The best business people I know, the best innovators, the best entrepreneurs out there in the world, they're not idea people. They're not people with these brilliant ideas. They're observant people. They are the most observant people I know. They're the most observant people on the planet. And when I say observant, I mean they are always paying attention to what's going around them, what they're experiencing, what other people are experiencing. They're really paying attention to every conversation they're having. And because when you pay attention, when you always pay attention, you pick up things people don't because they're in passive mode, because they're just, you know, coasting. And what are you picking up? You're picking up problems people are having, things they're complaining about, issues. And when you ask yourself the right questions, you get really good answers. But if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss it. So learn to be a listener. Learn to really engage in a conversation and ask more questions than give your two cents into it. If somebody says to you, oh man, I really can't stand this, ask them, why? What's going on? What's happening? What would make it better? Ask some questions. Get inquisitive. And guess what? You will become an interesting person. People will appreciate you because you're not just somebody who just blabs on about their opinion. You're more interested in their opinion. All right, everybody, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. Can you do me a favor? I would love, love, love if you told three people about the $100 MBA show right now. As soon as this episode is over, just email three people that pop into your head and tell them about the $100 MBA show. You can send them a link, 100mba.net slash show, or you can tell them to look us up on iTunes. Anybody you think that would love to learn more about building their business. We're trying to grow. We're trying to expand. We're trying to reach new audiences and you can help. So thank you in advance for doing that. It takes two seconds of your time to just send a quick email on your phone or on your laptop 
and it makes the world of difference for us. Thank you so much for subscribing to The Hunter MBA Show, being an avid listener. We appreciate you. And if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you hit subscribe so you get all your episodes automatically right on your device. So you wake up in the morning, new, fresh episode right there. All right, everybody, before I go, I want to leave you with this. This is going to sound a little woo-woo, but uh, it's the truth. It's how I believe and how I feel. I don't believe perfection really exists when it comes to us human beings. We are not capable of perfection. Perfection is not something that we can do. And I think it's a blessing. I think it's a good thing because it allows us to keep wanting to grow. If we just hit some sort of perfect mode, is it, oh, I hit perfection, I'm good to go. Life would be boring. We wouldn't feel a sense of achievement or a sense of purpose. So this idea of having a perfect idea or a perfect product doesn't exist. Stop telling yourself that. You're just setting up goals that are not really goals. They're fantasies. So just keep that in mind. You want to get better. You want to be on the top of your game. You want to be at the top of your industry. But perfection, I don't know what that looks like. All right, I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, take care.